Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and I tell you, we come out of Thanksgiving. We talk about Thanksgiving is not just a holiday. Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle for those of us who are followers of Jesus. And yet, uh, as we get into the busy time of year in December, and uh, there's that song, of course, that famous Christmas song, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but uh, I think if a lot of us are honest, it also can be the most stressful time of the year, right? And yet, I'm so thankful that uh, God has promised that He will provide a peace that passes all understanding. And uh, yet, I think one of the things we get, instead of being thankful, we start kind of not being content, and what I want to talk to you about this week, uh, I'm going to talk about it Monday and Tuesday and uh, possibly even Wednesday, is uh, ask the question, can I really be content? Can I really be content? And our world with marketing and social media makes it really, really challenging at times, doesn't it? And yet I'm so thankful that as always, the Bible, our life manual, um, gives us wisdom on how we can be content. And, of course, Paul, who wrote more books in the uh, in the Bible and the New Testament than anybody else, always gives us wisdom so many times in different areas of our life when we have questions. And on this question, can I really be content? I want to look at Philippians chapter 4. We're going to be hanging out at verses 11 through 13. If you've got your Bible and you want to turn with us to that, and Paul says, For I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret to living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or an empty stomach, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And maybe that's where you're at today. You're like, you know what? Uh, just I, life seems overwhelming, Greg. I just uh, the holidays are coming up, and I feel like my to-do list is more than I've got time. Or maybe financially, you're just in a really challenging season of life, and you're like, I just don't have money for gifts. Um, maybe just uh, you're dreading the holidays because that special loved one is not going to be with you for that first Christmas holiday, or uh, just you're you're single or divorced or widowed, and just the uh, holidays, uh, you just kind of feel alone this time of year. And if you're honest today, you're kind of dreading them. And if that's where you're at today, I am so glad that you tuned in. And whether it's by listening on the radio, uh, you just happen to be scrolling the radio and it came up on 99.1 FM, or maybe you saw this podcast posted on social media. uh, It's no accident that you're listening today. And I'm thankful that Paul says, I can do some things through Christ who gives me strength, no, I'm sorry, he said, for I can do most things through Christ who gives me strength. No, I'm so, so sorry. He says, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So whatever you're dealing with today and how weak and weary and discouraged you are, I am so glad that you're listening. And God wants you to know that through Jesus, you can do everything through Christ who gives you strength. And he will give you supernatural strength today. And he's just wanting you to lean on him, to trust in him, and to surrender to him. And yet, one of the things I think that keeps us kind of tired mentally, physically, and emotionally even, is when we're not content. And I want to encourage you, 
Don't buy into the lie that you're the only one dealing with whatever the situation that seems overwhelming to you in your life. Unfortunately, friends, on in this fallen earth that we live in, uh, you know, this is not our home. Heaven's our home. But there's a lot of trials and tribulations. And I am so sorry because I know some of you are really, really hurting today. And I want you to know because you hurt that your heavenly father hurts. And that's why he came down in the flesh. That's why we're going to be celebrating the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, that God is with us. And I'm so thankful that God loved us so much that he gave his best, his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to come in the form of a human and to walk this earth for 33 years before he surrendered his one and only life. But I know one of the things that sometimes uh, we just we struggle with contentment. And, you know, contentment is a mental or emotional state of satisfaction. Let's say that one more time. Contentment is a mental or emotional state of satisfaction. And contentment also is an attitude that says, I will be satisfied with what God has given me. And that's hard to do sometimes, friends, especially at the holiday season. We see all these ads, marketing, uh, social media, on the TV, even on the radio, and we hear friends talking about what they're buying and uh, what we wish we could get, and it, it can be tough. Uh, I, I'm, I understand. It can really, really be tough, and yet I just want to encourage you to say, you know, Lord, I am going to have an attitude of contentment this Christmas season, and I'm going to be satisfied with what God has given me. If you need some help with that, I want to encourage you to come hang out uh, this Thursday or Friday night from 5 to 8 p.m. at Gardenside Christian Church here in Lexington. Uh, We're hosting Oh Come, Let Us Adore Him. We're going to have over 100 nativity sets that you can come and see. Uh, Several of them will be international, and we're just going to focus on Jesus, the Christ in Christmas. In fact, there'll be a, 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 a concert on Friday night at 7 p.m. by Grace Times 4, uh, a wonderful uh, quartet here in central Kentucky that's just going to do some Christmas music. I know you'll be blessed by that. And uh, we'll have Christmas music playing on Thursday night. Then Saturday, if you're like, those don't work for me, but Saturday uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So I hope that you'll come to help maybe kind of get your heart uh, right and get the Christ in Christmas with coming to the Oh Come Let Us Adore Him nativity sets that we'll have there at Gardenside Christian in Lexington, Kentucky. I love this quote by E.A. Kabautica. He says, happiness comes after contentment. Happiness comes after contentment. That's one of the reasons I just feel led to talk about can I really be content this week because sometimes we buy into the lie from any that enemy that, you know what, if this just happened in my life, I would be happy. And friends, after uh, being on this earth now for over 50 years, uh, you know, I've thought that, I've prayed that, and then that works out, but then something else comes up. And another challenge, another, quote, thorn in the flesh, as Paul talked about. And so I think that's one of the things is we grow and try to mature as followers of Jesus, that we try, if we can get to that place where we can be like Paul, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have, And I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret to living in every situation. Whether it's with a full stomach or empty one, with plenty or little, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And so maybe today that's encouraging you and help you. And you say, God, 
you know what? I'm going to trust you right now where I'm at. I love this quote by Benjamin Franklin. He says, contentment makes poor men rich and discontent makes rich men poor. Say that one more time. Quote by Benjamin Franklin. Contentment makes poor men rich and discontent makes rich men poor. Rob Kuban has a powerful quote. He says, you know, the Bible calls us to allow our convictions, not our circumstances, to govern our senses of contentment. True biblical contentment is a conviction, not condemnation, that Jesus' power, purpose, and provision is sufficient for every circumstance. Say that last part again. True biblical contentment is a conviction not condemnation, that Jesus' power, purpose, and provision is sufficient for every circumstance. And can I get an amen on that, friends? It's just so true that we can know that God has got a purpose, and he will give us power, and he will be our provider. One of the simple prayers that a Christian counselor one time prayed with me as I was leaving after just a really, really painful uh, season in my life, and uh, just the the counselor just prayed. I'll never forget this. Um, God, thank you for being Greg's protector and his provider. And I'm so thankful that many years later I can pray that and I can say that today to you and stand in confidence knowing that God is your protector. He's my protector. He's your provider. He's my provider. He's our protector and provider. Can I get an amen on that? So friends, stand on that today. But you know, it's interesting, God's always so good to, to speak to me, and sometimes he puts things just so obvious that he makes sure I know that I know that it's him speaking to me. And uh, right as I was getting ready to uh, share this message at uh, Gardenside Christian Church about can I really be content, uh, that morning in my devotional, uh, it's a wonderful devotional book called New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. It was a Christmas gift last year from my good friend and mentor, Greg Williams. And if you're looking for a great devotional book for 2023 or for a Christmas gift idea for somebody, I would really encourage you to get a copy of New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. But the devotion on November 27th, it starts out saying, I wish I could say that I was always content. I wish I could say that I never complained. I wish I could say that I never want what others have. I wish I could say that I've never envied the life of another. I wish I could say that I've never thought that God gave something to someone else that he meant for me. I wish I could say that I'm better at counting my blessings than I am in assessing what I don't have. I wish I could say that my appetite for things wasn't so large. I wish my heart would finally be satisfied. These are all wishes because they are not yet completely true of me. Envy still lurks in my heart. It is one of the dark results of the sin that still resides there. Why does the Bible speak so strongly against envy? Here it is. When envy rules your heart, the love of God doesn't. Let's think about what envy does. It assumes that you deserve blessings that you don't deserve. When your heart is ruled by envy, the attitude of I am blessed gets replaced with the attitude of I deserve. Envy is selfish to the core. Envy always puts you in the center of the world. It makes everything all about you 
It causes you to examine life from the sole perspective of your wants, your needs, and your feelings. Ouch. And as I was sitting there thinking about this talk, can I really be content? And when I read that devotional, uh, November 27th in the New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp, I was like, right there's the answer. That's why we can't be content, because the enemy causes us to have envy. Say that again. The enemy is the one that causes us to have envy, envious of other people's stage of life. And man, when we play that compare game, it's easy to get envy, isn't it? I mean, it just really, really is. Paul David Tripp goes on to say, Sadly, envy causes you to question the goodness, faithfulness, and the wisdom of God. Envy accuses God of not knowing what he's doing or of not being faithful to what he's promised to do. When you are convinced that a blessing that another person has ought to belong to you, you don't just have a problem with that person. You've got a problem with God. When you begin to question God's goodness, you quit going to him for help. Why? Because you don't see the help of someone you come to doubt. He says, because you don't seek the help of someone you've come to doubt. Envy does something else that is spiritually deadly. It assumes understanding that no one has. Envy not only assumes that you know more about that other person's life than you could ever know, it assumes that you have a clearer understanding of what is best than God does. Furthermore, envy causes you to forget God's amazing, rescuing, transforming, empowering, and delivering grace. You become so occupied with accounting for what you do not have that the enormous blessings of God's grace, blessings that we could not have earned, achieved, or deserved, go unrecognized and uncelebrated. Wow, such good stuff by Paul David Tripp from New Morning Mercies. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we continue talking about Can I Really Be Content on Hope? is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Want to get in the Christmas spirit? Come visit the Oh Come Let Us Adore Him Nativity Displays at the Gardenside Christian Church on December 8th and 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. See over 100 nativity sets from all over the world as we prepare our heart for the arrival of our Savior Jesus this Christmas. There will be Christmas music each night, including a special Christmas concert on Friday at 7 p.m. by Grace Times 4. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington on December 8th through the 10th.